from the well of death, from the chasm of silence, from the abyss of pain, come the screams of empty, come the choruses of misery, come the dark tales. Many sewed, dinner date. Brett arrived into Gilbert's just after 7pm. The dark-haired woman in the back spotted and recognised him almost immediately. The pictures on his profile must have been old or heavily filtered because she had him pegged at about 28 years old from those, but closer to 35 years old in real life. That was okay, she supposed. People did that nowadays to gain an edge over the competition, and she accepted that. He searched the room until he noticed her waving hand, then he waltzed over. His face was red and he had a sports bag slung over his shoulder. His checkered gingham shirt and his beige chinos were both heavily wrinkled, as if they'd also been previously stuffed into that same bag. I'm so sorry I'm late. I had an intense gym session that I didn't expect to go on for as long as it did. It was back day. The dark haired woman, who was named Delilah, said, That's perfectly okay. It's good that you look after yourself. Yeah, I'm big on self-improvement. Do you know Jordan Peterson? Delilah shook her head. David Goggins? She shrugged. Well, either way, I believe that every day we should be striving to test our limits. I think that is a very worthy goal. The waiter, who'd perhaps noticed the huge slab of muscle squeezing his way between tables, returned to theirs and asked, Would the two of you care for anything to drink? The waiter was far too thin for Delilah's taste. His cheekbones were like airplane wings. His clothes hung from his body like a shed snakeskin. No, she much preferred a man with a bit of meat on his bones. I'm fine with my water, Delilah said after raising a glass, which had a small wedge of lemon swirling between ice cubes. Do you have any soft drinks sweetened with stevia? Brett asked. Um, the waiter said. No, let me guess, it's all sugar and aspartame. I would need to ask someone in the... No, you know what? I'll have a water too. Keep your carcinogen cocktails to yourself. The waiter, who was visibly taken aback by this, had to physically gather himself once again before saying, And might I ask what you're having to eat? Brett glanced at the menu for all of two seconds before tossing it down. I'll have the sirloin with a side of green beans. You mean the mixed veg? The waiter asked. What kind of veg is that? Turnips, carrots, spring. Brett held up his hand, seeming utterly repulsed. Please, if you can't do green beans, then I'll just have the house salad. No dressing unless it's pure vinegar and olive oil, and absolutely no croutons. Uh, house salad, the waiter said, jotting it down. Brett regarded Delilah and explained, I do a max of 100 grams and a minimum of 80 grams of carbs during a cut, and I'm already over 90, so I have to be ultra, ultra careful here. Ah, Delilah said, nodding. But of course. And how would you like your steak prepared? Rare, Brett said without hesitation. The bloodier the better. In fact, if it's almost still moving on the plate, that'd be ideal. The waiter scribbled all of this down, presumably not verbatim. And then, with a great deal of trepidation, he glanced to Delilah. And you? What will you be having? Delilah smiled. I'm fine. I'm just here to enjoy the ambience. But this is a restaurant. The waiter pointed out. Yeah, you have to eat something, Brett said. So long as one of us is eating, it'll be okay if I sit here, right? I've seen other people on their own at two-person tables in here before. So just imagine that dear Brett here has come on his own. Sure, you'll have an extra glass to clean, 
but you could do me that favour, couldn't you? It's not like I'm actively taking away custom, is it? I mean, especially with so many empty tables around tonight. The waiter appeared to be perplexed, like he genuinely didn't know the protocol. Perhaps his wires were so crossed from Brett's previous inquiries, or maybe he realised he wasn't being paid enough to care, because he sighed and said, Fine, suit yourselves. He scurried off, almost fleeing the scene. You're not eating at all then? Brett asked. I don't actually eat all that frequently, Delilah said. I prefer to eat just one big meal to sustain myself. Oh, like Omad? What's that? One meal a day, Brett said. It's a style of intermittent fasting. Oh no, I don't eat it every day. It usually sustains me for a while. Well, it depends, she said as she considered the matter carefully. Oh, extended fasting then? Nice, so long as you're not a fucking vegan. He snorted, then his face became horror-stricken as perhaps he realised what he was saying. Wait, you're not, are you? Fuck, I need to watch what I say. I swear, I completely put my foot in my mouth and lost my shot with this alternative redhead female last year. She had sleeve tattoos, a nose ring, and... It's okay, Brett, you haven't offended me. No, I'm not a vegan. She affected a saccharine smile. Quite the opposite, in fact. Oh, what are you, keto then? I did that for a while and lost loads of weight initially, but a few months in, I plateaued and my lifts started to suck. She analysed the cuticles of her fingernails. I suppose, if you were to label it as anything, you could say it's sort of a hybrid of the carnivore diet. Brett's eyes widened. Oh, I heard a fellow on Joe Rogan talking about that. He had rheumatoid arthritis and it completely cleared it up. People say that it gets rid of all sorts of skin conditions, like rashes and eczema, and that it lowers inflammation like crazy. All that meat consumption isn't very sustainable though, is it? Delilah inquired. Uh, at least not the way most people do it. My method provides a bottomless food supply. You might even say that it has a positive carbon impact, in addition to helping world hunger. Well that's great, see? I knew the vegans were full of shit. There's definitely a right way to do it. I am in total agreement. So Brett, tell me, what attracted you to my profile? To be honest, the beach pictures. You're the most toned girl I've seen in ages. Exceptional abs, fantastic hamstrings, and phenomenal glutes. Like, I usually only settle for a nine body, but I've gone out with the odd eight here and there. Like a charity fuck, you know? But I've never been out with an eleven. Like, a proper eleven. Yes, I thought it might have been the beach pictures. My matches are much higher when I have those ones up. I'll bet. They made more idle chit-chat until Brett's food arrived. The fatty steak sat in the middle of a small pool of blood, like a charred brown island. Brett asked the waiter for some unsalted butter and was thus supplied with a small slab atop a tiny plate. He dropped the slab on top of the steak, where it festered, unmelting like a stubborn yellow tumour. Then, savagely, with much relish, he began cutting the stringy meat apart and popping cubes of it into his mouth, squelching and slurping up the flowing fatty juices. Delilah couldn't help but feel for this poor cow in particular. Against all odds, against all probability, it had managed to find existence within this universe of cold, unflinching chaos and passionless chance. It had lived and died, all for the purpose of aiding Brett in his gains. What a cosmic farce. In fairness to him though, he did offer Delilah a cube, which she politely declined. Growing up, Delilah had always been pretty. Even before her teens, creepy older men had eyed her up and informed her that she would one day become a heartbreaker, and she would always question their ambitions. Because why stop at one organ? It was the fact that she'd become so gorgeous, 
so early in life that made her act so boldly, so brazenly. Boys were like putty in her hands, so it was easy to be what she was and live how she lived. It was easy to get men to wander in secret into some dark and lonely place with her. It was especially easy when you find men like Brett, men concealing the fact that they were married. Nobody else would even know he was here. What a delicious knot he tied himself in. No doubt he'd constructed some convoluted alibi to pacify his wife and had driven far enough away from his home base so as to avoid being recognised in public. That's what they always did. It was too easy, actually. The only way that she could have any fun anymore was to see how far she could push the envelope while still getting away with it. That's why she liked to wave so many red flags. It was just her way of showboating, of making sport. It was almost frustrating, because no matter what she said or how obvious she made it, fellas just thought she was using flirty euphemisms. Brett was in the middle of some rant about all the connections to vaccines and these newly emerging illnesses when he abruptly veered into the topic of Western medicine as a whole. All I'm saying is, be sceptical of anything your doctor tells you, and when in doubt, look to stem cells and psychedelics. Delilah extended her hand and sat it atop Brett's. Hey Brett? Hmm? I can see that you have a very special sort of mind, so I'm going to make this as simple as possible for you. After you finish your meal, I'm going to take you home. Yeah, he said, eyes widening. I'm going to take you up to my apartment. Yeah? And then I'm going to eat you. He swallowed. You'll be inside of me. Probably not in the way you were imagining when you saw those beach pictures. All of you will be inside of me. You'll be in my belly, where your fibres, tissues, and all else that makes you you will be melted down in my digestive juices. There was a long pause as the cogs in his head turned. She could almost hear them grinding. Or maybe that was just his teeth. Fuck, what are we waiting for? He called the waiter back over and inquired as to the possibility of getting a doggy bag. Delilah folded her fingers and watched him. Such an eager boy, she thought to herself. Screw it. She had other needs too, and it had been a while. She might even throw him a bone tonight. Before indulging herself in his... (laughs) 